to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is... And I'm here with... Elizabeth Ellie. And... Dolphin Noises. Hymanson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I bring back the, the audio clips from uh, Free Willy that we were using yeah. a bunch of? <laughs> uh, but I pulled the actual like sound she makes when she says her name or whatever. Oh, but, no, all my windows just broke. Yeah. Uh, the TVs. <laughs> but uh, if you're a super keen listener, maybe you can guess what we're about to talk about here. But before we get into that, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's just say hello. Thanks for being here. We're done. We're done learning about being excellent to each other oh. and are moving on to a new franchise this week. But first, yes, we're, we're diving we're, in. We're diving yeah, we're in. We're giving the, you the all water. the hints. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, in the meantime, this is only a twofer. That's another hint. That's right. So you can yeah. email us. SequelRights at gmail.com with your suggestions for future franchises. Uh, and find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps other people kind of find our podcast, grow our audience. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you have, as Ela said, any of those suggestions, tweet them at us on social media as well. Uh, and Or just share one of your favorite franchises from the past. Any sharing of the podcast is appreciated. And I would be uh, totally impressed if you had already figured out what we're talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, new franchise this week. We're talking about the 1984 Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah starring film Splash. Oh, man. I'm so, huh. You guys excited to learn about interspecies love? We already did. Uh, we already did it for... Again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this mermaid knows how to throw a baseball. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I believe the term is interspecies erotica. Oh. That's right. Yes. Clerks too, all the way. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we <laughs> dive right into it? <laughs> From the first laugh, critics were hooked. My name is... Splash is screamingly funny, says Sneak Preview's Jeffrey Lyons. Newsweek calls it a romantic comedy that is truly romantic and truly comic. That girl is a mermaid. You'll go splish for Splash, says Us Magazine. The best time to be had at the movie since Tootsie, raves People Magazine. Splash, rated PG. Now playing at a theater near you. Check local listings. Us Magazine, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, look, I went to Split. college. I have a master's degree in arts journalism and criticism, right? Okay, so I wish I could write something as good as it's a romantic comedy that's, that's a, truly romantic and comedic. <laughs> so <laughs> with like Pulitzer Prize winning with your, writing with right your there. proper training, can you tell us what emotion they're trying to convey when they say you'll go splish for splash? <laughs> Um, what does it mean to go splish? splish. Exactly. <laughs> mm, I, uh, I don't think you want to know. Yeah, um, it's like, oh no, my my kidneys have liquefied. <laughs> well, you win splish for splash. Like, okay. It's a family movie. We can't yeah. describe what it I means. See. I see. Uh, I you know I found like there was actually <laughs> a normal trailer I could have played, but I, it was so boring. <laughs> it was kind of boring, and I'm like. I came across this uh, TV spot from the year it was out, and and as soon as I was doing, it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is too funny! We have to use this instead." Oh my goodness! <clears throat> it's just like the you know the most terrible headlines you could read of, of a review for this movie. <laughs> 
It was, so, yeah. so we got to set the stage. Like, the year is... 1984. 1984. Tom Hanks' peak comedy Tom Hanks. Yeah, he, he's like uh, mostly TV Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. For bosom buddies and all that. And he can still <clears throat> be like a jerk and like mm-hmm. drink yep. and have sex and like not be America's <laughs> yeah. dad or whatever. He can be, be totally passed out drunk on a bar. Yeah. In the pretzels. <laughs> and his brother's not really helping him there. No, no. Oh, his brother. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, you know, now going back and watching it, you're like, oh my God, this movie has Tom Hanks. What? But back then it was like, you know, if you look at the list of actors that they tried out for this movie, Tom Hanks would have been like low on the, uh, yeah, low on the list as far Splash, as recognizability. Splash is 84 and then, uh, it's 86 when Tom Hanks is in the money pit. And then it's not. Then he's in Dragnet, and then it's '88 when he's in Big, where it really starts to. He becomes the Tom Hanks that we know. But like yeah. Joe versus the Volcano is not till '90. Like I thought that this was farther in, further into the Tom Hanks repertoire, and it's right. not. Like this is his one of his first film roles. Interesting. Yeah, because I feel like it's more beloved. It's definitely more beloved, I think, than some of those movies you just mentioned that come later. Yep. And then where does it fall for Daryl Hannah? Is she like an unknown at this point or? This is after uh, Blade Runner. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, because I think, because I, I watched a short like making of thing and Brian Grazer, they had said uh, that they did saw. Did Brian Grazer have hair in it? I mean, <laughs> He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did in the, in the photos, uh, the behind the scenes photos. <laughs> um, but yeah, they said that uh, they had seen Daryl Hannah on, um, on Blade Runner and she had like this iconic look to her yeah. and, and it was a something, it was a situation where the studio was like, no, we don't want Daryl Hannah. You can't cast her. And then he said in the, he said in the um, making of thing that like, uh, yeah. And then, you know, the studio head, I think he had to like travel to Switzerland or something. So he was on a plane to Switzerland and I was just like, yeah, let's hire her. <laughs> and they like went around his, went around their backs, I guess. All so, right. Pretty crazy. And then where is this in Ron Howard's, uh, also early, he had done, uh, this is also comedy Ron Howard. He had done that movie Night Shift, which is about mm-hmm. uh, working girls working out of a morgue. Hmm. Um, I think some <laughs> of the, I think, that, but yeah. okay. I think yeah. some of the same writers for this movie worked on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Doo, 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 doo. All right. Well, on Tom Hanks thing, it looks like he was on an episode of Happy Days like a year before this. So I think that was still happening. Okay. Happy days, so, uh, looks like he'd done TV movies, one feature film that was not a TV movie, and then this was his second. And then the very next year, he'd go on to make Cocoon. Yeah. Okay, so had you guys seen this movie before? No. This is my first time experiencing Splash. I saw it. I must have been on. T- it might have even been one of those movies that was heavily edited in, on Comedy Central. Oh. Okay. Heavily I edited. had never seen it before. <laughs> um, I remember my parents referencing it as kind of like an old embarrassing uh thing that happened in tom hanks's career like because we only know like woody and and you know like oscar winning tom hanks and they'd be like oh i remember when he did that splash movie that was so funny you know like that kind of thing so (laughs) that's super successful movie yeah yeah like like kind of like how uh, I'll never stop referring to Drake as wheelchair Jimmy from Degrassi. That's yeah, that kind of thing. It's that. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. But that's because Drake will always be wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape it. You can't escape. Uh, so 
yeah, this movie. Um, how, we all watched it. What on Disney Plus? Disney Plus yep. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I got. I have to disclose that I am employed by a part of the Walt Disney Company, and my opinions are only my own. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, there it's was like, a whole bunch of hullabaloo when this came out on Disney Plus. Yeah. Big, big controversy. It was one of the first, I think, you know, when Disney Plus came out, people immediately were like, let's scour the library and see what they've done to these movies. What filth have they put in? <laughs> yeah. And it, even when you start this movie, the first thing you see is like, this film has been edited from its original. They took the splish out of Splash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more Splash. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it says it's been edited for content. <laughs> well, since none of us watched it elsewhere, I'm not quite sure what other content was edited. But at some point, her hair is digitally <laughs> extended, not very well to cover <laughs> her booty. It looks real weird. And you know what? I, uh, I, I gotta. I hate to burst their bubble, but like mere moments later, you can definitely see her nipple when she's underwater and later in the movie. So <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the big deal was covering Maybe up was a butt a birthmark that was slightly above her nipple. You don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, once I knew there was this, you know, the whole butt thing. So then I was like, man, I'm going to like watch really closely to see if there's like other things that are clearly edited out. There was like a penthouse magazine that looked like it was kind of blurry on the front cover yeah oh, okay. um but uh other than that i was like yeah i don't know if people are really watching uh, i don't know what the big deal was about a butt i don't but. know why they had to edit it because there's so many other things that exactly. they didn't edit so it's either like okay do a full clean you know squeaky clean family cut if you if that's your thing but instead they just like covered the butt and nothing it else. almost it's makes just... me wonder if they just went off of like the last network clearance that they had like the standards and practice like, so whatever last cable run that it had which mm. was probably a little bit dated and they went, went off whatever standards and practices notes were from that like okay let's just do that with this with our with our high-res cut that we have yeah i love yeah. the i love the thought that angry parents would write in and be like oh my kid saw a butt but then they wouldn't be like my kid got ideas about dropping coins and looking up at ladies skirts yeah, like they, they don't care about that apparently that that really important scene is in there and like they could have cut that out too uh, you know that yeah, no, but there's a callback to it yeah so but they could have also cut that out cut two scenes no they could very have. strange they like double have. standard but you know i guess that's yeah. just america and, yeah it's america uh, don't look at a butt but uh let's objectify women but yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, make light of strange. pervy things people are doing yeah but overall like i was surprised how like dirty and um you know, racy this movie was, but I think it's still like overall the tone is very like cute and like yeah. Fun. I mean, so I can well, see why they really wanted to put it on Disney Plus. It's even shockingly it ra- racy coming from Ron Howard and fucking Tom Hanks. Well, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I I don't know if you guys uh, read about this or not, but they talk about it in the um, making of it as well that the movie was uh, you know so like racy at the time for Disney. That they, uh, this is the movie that caused them to go make uh, Touchstone Pictures. This is the first. Oh, I, you know what? I did know that yeah. and I forgot. This, yes. is, this is the first movie that was released on Touchstone Pictures because it was yeah. going to be PG. And at the time, Disney was like, you know, making like 
Herbie goes to Monte Carlo and all those like you yeah. know, cutesy kid movies. Uh, and they were really like, we can't put this out on the regular Disney productions or whatever. So Touchstone. Well, I mean, put a song it, about a banana in there. Touchstone right. made like tons of good movies over the years yeah. and that label yep. served them really well for as long as it did. And now it's back in, in TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as movies go, I mean, they didn't, they didn't make any PG 13 movies until like, what the 2000s or whenever pirates came out yeah they were all on so yeah this is a bit this is a big movie for multiple reasons yeah pretty cool uh i was just looking at the cast of this movie and i saw something that it's just like uh, it made me think <laughs> always a bridesmaid never a bride and under the music department it had additional orchestrator alf clausen oh uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see that <sighs> yep. Yeah. And just like, oh my god. And I was like, some of the music's pretty good. It's like he probably wrote all of it. Knowing <laughs> knowing his career, he probably did all of it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh for those who don't know, he is the uh amazing uh composer for The Simpsons, uh, who's made tons of wonderful music all throughout it, and they basically just unceremoniously kicked him off recently. Um also when we went to the Hollywood Bowl, uh concert of of all the simpsons music they brought out hans zimmer <laughs> no and no mention of alf claus yeah because that, that i don't remember sense. i didn't go to that with you, but that's... yeah yeah hans zimmer came out in a stonecutter's hat uh yeah. and then they did spider pig which was great but then like there was no mention of alf claus yeah. they didn't sing the stonecutters i love that song oh they no, they sang it they oh did. okay they sang it. No, they, they yeah. sang everything. They just didn't say anything about it. I'm him. sure I've mentioned this before, but I used to listen to those CDs all the time. So oh, I know yeah. every Classic. song from The Simpsons more than I know any of the episodes. <laughs> yep. <But anyway. laughs> Back to Splash. 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 Uh, so let's start with the flashback, the yes, intro. The sepia tone flashback. We're in Cape Cod sometime before 1984. Multiple years ago. <laughs> and... Uh, um. What's his name? What's John Candy's name? What was it? Freddie? The brother? Teddy? Freddy? Something like that. Hold Frankie? on. No, Frankie? I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. Yeah, Freddie and Freddy. I was I was right yes. the first time. <laughs> the younger version of Freddie is dropping coins Ugh. very not discreetly on the ground and then like fully basically lying on the floor to yeah. look up women's skirts. Like what pleasure <laughs> would a boy of that age derive from just seeing like underwear? Yeah, and where did he learn this behavior from? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because I did think he was a little bit maybe too young to be doing that, but I don't yeah, know. it was weird and it was kind of gross. And then uh, Tom Hanks drowns. <laughs> he sees some shiny. He something. literally <laughs> kills himself. It's not yeah. that he drowns. He leaps over the railing <laughs> and into the water. It's not like it was a. It's not like there was a wave that caused him to f- be thrown over. Sure. I like how it was like you know the the mom is like all right well uh, we'll see you later Alan we're gonna go over here you know where to find us and like two seconds later he jumps over the side. <laughs> I hate my family. I want to die. Yeah. It's like oh God. I want to die. I don't connect with these people at all. <laughs> I only connect with the water. I mean, they obviously don't have a great family life because the mom says to the dad, like, can you please talk to him about this coin thing? And the dad just hits him in the head <laughs> yeah. instead of talking to him at all. See, I, I bet that's where he and got he it. He says, though. I told you not to use so much money. In the- 
<laughs> yeah. Use pennies. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when he falls in the water, this is like the defining moment of his That's entire right. life. Um, even though he's like eight years old or yeah. something. Uh, he sees a little girl mermaid. Yeah. And I thought this was super cute. I had no idea that there was like this, uh, I mean, I know the premise of the movie, but Long I lost lovers. Yeah, I didn't know it was, it was like a princess bride situation. Yeah, like they had met when they were kids and they're just super yeah. they're like, they're like, oh, my God. Hi. OK, so if you think it's cute, I'm going to now ruin it for you. Uh Oh, all right. I, I don't think so, it's cute anymore. <laughs> very early child star check in because oh, no. um, they're <laughs> no. only in the beginning of the movie. Right. Oh, no. God. So, oh, God. OK, it's like it's like. The, the casting of this movie is actually the plot of the orphan. Like this is a 40 year old woman. <laughs> so it's a, uh, there's three kids, right? And so we have um, young Freddie is uh, Jason late who went on to do a few other uh, shows and voices. <clears throat> and other than that, I wasn't able to find much except that he went to USC and he was in Teak. So it checks out. Cool. What's that? Uh, TKE. It's a frat. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. So, you know, the coins thing. Yep. Not surprised. Uh, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> That's why he got cast. They knew they could yep. see it in him as a young child. <laughs> yep. That's a future frat boy. He got inducted that night. He went to a, he was, he went down there to downtown LA. He was like, I looked up, house. he's like, I looked up my 100th skirt so I can get in now. Right. I, I meet, read the, meet the requirements. Yes. So I found a very, very extensive interview that um, this author, Mark Tyler Nobleman, did with the two other kids uh, in 2014 and the 30th anniversary of Splash. Mm -hmm. So David Kreps was young Tom Hanks in the movie, young Alan, and he is now in real estate development and he didn't really do any other acting other than like commercials and some print uh, campaigns. Uh, but actually, these kids did a lot of stuff together because they were both from Florida and, you know, trying out and auditioning for stuff. So they put them in a lot of uh, catalogs and stuff together because they thought it was cute later. Um, and then the girl, Shayla McCarvich, she still lives in Florida. She opened up like a little kid's clothing boutique with her sister. And I think now she's a personal trainer. But the part that kind of ruins this scene is that she goes into detail about being seven years old on this set. And for some reason they forced her to actually be topless for all of it because she was playing a mermaid. So she had to actually be topless for all of it. And she knew about it in advance, I guess, but hated it and was like in tears most of the time that she was on set because she had to be topless while filming this. And I'm just like, How was there not a way to film it with like little tiny pasties or a bikini top that was skin colored or hair that was stuck to her? You know, it's just like, are you kidding me? That doesn't make any sense at all and is super duper offensive. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, one of the things. (laughs) Sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying, like, now I feel bad. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I was like, it's going to ruin it. Um, But one of the things that she said in this interview, and this is also on her IMDb trivia, is that a lot of people like over the years complimented her and were like, oh, you did such a good job when you're like crying in the scene where they're taking, you know, young Alan away. And she's like, yeah, well, I was crying because they were making me be topless again. 
and oh, I didn't want God. to. And so they just made me be topless again. And it made me cry, and they filmed that and used that as that scene. No. Yikes. It's yeah. horrible. That's awful. Gross. That's awful. What the hell, Ron Howard? Come on. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That, yeah. You, I mean, I hope that was before he had any of his daughters. Ooh. God. <sighs> yep. Well, <laughs> now we have the rest of the movie to talk about. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm kidding. That, no, <laughs> but that, that's, uh, yeah, that's terrible. But she's doing great. That's and good. She's putting her kid in showbiz. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Not topless, I'm assuming. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, yeah, now I feel bad. I thought it was cute in the movie, but now it I feel really cute. bad. Yeah, I is. mean, I can, I can, like, playing some devil's advocate, I could see them thinking that they, you know, that Ron Howard has worked with child actors before. They probably had limited people on set and that there was, like, there would there'd be a lot of technical, like, when you're doing underwater photography like that at the time, like, they could have. But, I mean, at the same time, just have it look bad then. Like, yeah. you're right. Like, if the just kid have is her, crying, like, like yeah. That, yeah, that's messed up. Well, yeah. Well, we we uh, we we are done with the opening scene then, and we we move into uh, God. We move into uh, seeing that Tom Hanks is uh, now working as a produce magnet. Yeah, he runs a produce company, which is funny. He's got slimy cherries. Got Where sl- are my cherries? Damn it, Tyler. Well, you're I ruined. Have your, I you're have ruined. Your cherries. Well, how about I give you some bananas at cost? <laughs> okay, it's sold. Done. I kind of <laughs> wish that the cherries guy had kept coming back throughout the movie, like the cabbages guy from Avatar or something. Yeah. Like that my cabbages! Great. Yeah. Yeah. Where hey, are my and cherries, Tom they, Hanks? They, they were definitely opening, open to running gags, So uh, as we see later in the film. So they yeah. could have yeah. done that. That would have been funny. It is confusing. It's like a, a, a ragtag group of people move it like there's a lot of people at this produce factory and it's kind of unclear what's happening like it seems like they're just unloading trucks and sorting them and loading trucks yeah but nothing it's it's i don't know i guess that's just a new york produce distributor <laughs> yeah, which i feel clear. like i feel like that it's weird that this movie is even set in new york i feel like that if this movie was made today there's no way it would be los angeles I, yeah, I I uh, I thought it was funny too. Like I know it makes no sense, but <laughs> you know when it when it cuts to present day and it says New York this morning, and I was like, and it, and it's like you know there's like the twin towers and everything. And I was like, that's not New York this morning. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not New York this morning, but uh, I just thought that was funny, funny th- dumb thought I had while I was watching yep. the movie. I'm glad Disney didn't edit those out. <laughs> yeah, Ew. that would have been weird. Movies are doing that. Movies are cutting like the twin towers out after they've been made like yeah, yeah. what that, is the point of that i don't know i don't understand they were that. there who yeah. cares well, i mean they did it they did it for the spider-man movie yeah but that was right that was after yeah it that was out. like What's the point Im- of doing it now yeah that was like immediately oh man but uh yeah we get introduced to uh the big uh comedy actor in this movie john candy uh who is, <laughs> drives up in some sort of Sports car? I don't know. I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> I think it's a Chrysler. I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I was like, yeah, what kind of car is that? Some hot rod. Uh, something. Red car. He's the loser brother, and Tom yeah. Hanks is the responsible brother. I mean, he's the loser brother, but he's the like. He's also like the smooth talking. Like I can make yeah. deals happen, even though I am stupid. He gets, <laughs> he gets him to a president's dinner. Yeah. And he sets up like they were going to have the, you know, be the produce supplier for some entire grocery chain or something. For the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, John Candy's here's the thing that John Candy does so well, and he does it amazing in this movie, is that when he's a piece of shit, and you're laughing at him, he's the butt of the joke, and then he turns it on a character and just being like, you don't even know what you fucking have, like, my life sucks, yeah. and like, like you should you should be better about, you should appreciate what you have, and this is at getting to the point of his career where like, that's what he does in every move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty great in this movie. Um, I thought it was like an, a, a way. I thought it was a great way to show like immediately how much of a sleazeball he was. By he's like, he, he shows up and he's immediately like, "Oh my god, Penthouse! They're finally published my article. Uh, my story is called Lesbian No More. It's a really great one." And I was like, "Oh my god, is that still a thing?" Like. Dudes writing into penthouse. I, I, I don't. No idea. I don't think it's still a thing, but like it was definitely like I know of that as a trope. Yeah, I wonder yeah. like if that's still a thing. Um, not Do that I am going to look it up, but yeah. Because yeah, that, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure there's a subreddit now. I'm sure because like, we still like. <laughs> yeah, we like know about it, sort of as a trope, like you said. But yeah, like our future generations even going to understand why that's funny. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then you like, also see Penthouse is a real estate magazine. It's like, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's another running gag where the secretary was struck by lightning, and as a result, <laughs> is like really, really bad at her job. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Tom Hanks keeps her anyway because he has a heart of gold. That's sure. right. <laughs> she she has memory lapses now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> It just means that she dresses up in funny outfits. Yeah, mm-hmm. and tries to call dead people on the yeah. phone. <laughs> so yeah, those jokes come back. The penthouse joke comes back. Lots of callbacks in this movie. The people getting sprayed with water. Yeah. Oh, but So it's a chaotic day. Uh, Tom Hanks forgets that he's supposed to be in a wedding later in the afternoon <laughs> as he shows up. Uh, and uh, he, Tom Hanks gets a phone call. And it's his girlfriend like him that she's moving out. That's right. Victoria's gone, okay? She's not yeah. coming to the goddamn wedding, all right? <laughs> that was pretty... <laughs> that was actually pretty great. It was like, so yeah, Tom Hanks is an usher in this wedding. And everyone's like, oh, where's Victoria? And she's like, oh, she's very sick, you know? And then by the <laughs> fifth person, he just snaps and just is like, okay, she broke my heart, okay? Yeah, you get it? Not coming. I don't know why they would be asking him that anyway if he's an usher, though, because why, like she wouldn't be standing next to him right. if yeah. he was the usher. She'd be seated somewhere. So I don't know why they're even saying that. Well, he could have like... just said he's sitting inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or she's sitting inside. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, also during that scene, you know, it wouldn't be a uh, Ron Howard film with a requ- without a requisite uh, Clint Howard appearance. That's right. He shows up uh, just to get yelled at by Tom Hanks, which is I thought as he does. Get out of here, Clint. Yeah. Anywhere but the first three rows. (laughs) (laughs) So Tom Hanks is a horrible usher. And then after the wedding, he gets absolutely wasted Uh and then takes a cab to Cape Cod. Yeah. Yeah. What did they say? It was 300 miles doable or 300 dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what fares are, but 300 miles, that couldn't have been cheap, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he probably had to take a cab back, too, at some point. Yeah. He'd take a train. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he does. And then he wakes up on the beach. He's on the beach, and he runs into Eugene Levy. Levy. Dr. B-plot. Yes. <laughs> I thought he was really fun. I mean, I, I, I thought he was great in this, too. I kind of, 
Yeah, he's really funny. At the start, I was like, what is the point of this dude? I don't get it. And then I liked his, like, I, I ended up liking his slow turn into kind of like the, yeah a, a bit of a villain in the movie. But then in the end, he's just kind of like a hapless, like, you know, he kind of turns the corner to be. He believes in mermaids. That's yeah. his only crime. But he's still he like believes. the, he's still like the punching bag, even in the end when he, yeah. when he has that moment of redemption. Yeah. There's a point where the, <laughs> like there's the other scientist who just shits all over him the entire movie. And then he's like, uh, they're, they're, they're spoiler alert. They experiment on the mermaid at some point. Yeah. And, uh, and, he's like Eugene Levy's like oh don't you think that she looks she's not looking good like should we care about her and the guy's like why don't you just go find a unicorn or something it's like he just found a fucking mermaid I do can't make fun of him like you literally just did it yeah (laughs) I was just surprised because like I don't know if I've ever like seen early work of Eugene Levy's that wasn't like you know the Christopher Guest uh oh yeah movies and Mm -hmm. American Pie so I was like oh shoot like he's so young and you know it was funny yeah, <laughs> it's quite funny. He has he has some two hapless idiots that are along the, for the ride with him. Yeah, and he then, um, he repeatedly mistakes like some other couple for uh, when he's trying to like get her catch her by pouring water on her. I yep. did think that was really that was a, that was a funny gag throughout. Classic the gag. Yeah. Uh, following the cab ride, we do get a fun boat joke ride oh, with uh, Fat Jack. <laughs> This was so weird. I, I thought this this part was really funny because <laughs> he's just like, yeah. "Oh, what are you scared? What if I do this?" <laughs> and he's like tipping the yeah. boat. And he's like, Tom oh, Hanks is, "They're in this tiny <laughs> boat coming across the ocean." Tom Hanks is like, "Yeah, I can't swim." And the guy's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck with you then." And then he stalls out the motor and ends up just jumping off the boat yeah. to swim to shore. Two miles. He's like, "Don't to get, worry, to get the to get the small boat." <laughs> he tries to fix it and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm." A mechanical i think is what he says <laughs> he just hits it with a hammer yeah i find it pretty crazy that tom hanks never learned how to swim after that uh, yeah incident, especially because he was not in any danger right that that's true although maybe you're like so traumatized about that that you're just like never do it again or something oh yeah 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 a lot of people if your family's like vacationing in cape cod and you're already eight like you don't know how to swim like don't you take swim lessons when you're hey, like five or six we have, right? we have friends to, we to do. this day that don't know how to swim we do yeah but they're ethnic not white <laughs> Okay. Oh <laughs> okay. Sorry. So I, 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 it's a thing. I don't. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I did uh, enjoy. We get a little bit uh, a mini open water moment. He gets hit in the head with the boat. Yep. <laughs> and sinks. That damn down. eel. Yeah. <laughs> sinks down, and uh, Daryl Hannah shows up to save his life. That's right. Take him to uh, the Bahamas or wherever they filmed that one scene with the island. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, we filmed in Los Angeles. Certainly not Cape Cod. Yeah. The the three filming locations were like Los Angeles and New York. And then it was like Nassau, Bahamas, I think. Yeah. It's so strange because so much of the iconography, you're like, oh, like Little Mermaid, you know, but like Little Mermaid wasn't even out or created. Yeah. Like, and so. Well, I mean, the story exists. Yes, the story, but not like the the imagery of the like waking up at the beach and the, you know, mm-hmm. the girl that can't talk and all these things. And so it's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, this re- probably really kicked off like the mermaid fever. Yeah, still there was actually still going. There was actually at the same time they were making this movie, a competing uh, mermaid film that was going to be made with like starring Warren Beatty. And it was it was one oh. of those situations where like 
this movie had taken so long and everyone was saying, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden, like this other big production came out that was like a big mermaid movie. I don't think it ended up getting made because they did splash first and faster. Um, but that's just funny. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think this movie might've kicked off a lot of things actually. If you, if you, uh, if you look at the Wikipedia page, um, produce, well, no, there's that whole section about, <laughs> you know, when they're walking down the street and, and uh, he's like, so what's your name? And she looks up and she's oh, like, Madison. Yeah. He's like, where are we? We're at Madison. And she's like, Oh, Madison. I like that name. And then he goes, he goes, Madison's not a name. And I'm watching the movie. Like, yeah, it is. There's tons Definitely of people named name. Madison. Like, and then, I, and then I was like, Oh my God, did this movie create the name Madison as like a normal thing? <laughs> As a first name, maybe, but not yeah. as a last name. Oh, yeah. But, like, apparently at that time, people weren't called Madison, whatever, you know? I don't Oh, it's more Madeline. Because I was like, there's plenty of Maddies, but, yeah, they're probably Madelines yeah. or Madeline. Okay. Apparently, yeah. It's a, it's part of the Freakonomics book. He talks about it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And I had that thought, and that's so funny that they, they mentioned that on, on Wikipedia. Pretty crazy. Shows how popular this movie was at the time. Yeah, it's kind of funny that it's from this movie and not like part of the president's last names as girls' first names trend. Yeah. Or the uh, Daenerys trend. Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Daenerys? There was, Daenerys? There was, isn't it Daenerys? Daenerys. 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 Daenerys Targamadon. See, we just came up with a name. <laughs> um, okay, so he watches up on the beach and Damn, rather... I need to rename my secret kid. <laughs> Damn it, you stole my name. <laughs> God. Okay, rather sorry. than communicate with him in any way, she just <laughs> plants one on him immediately. Right. Yeah, crazy. She's like, She's ready to, and he had a lot out. of sand on his face, so I was grossed out. <laughs> oh yeah, and like immediately she has legs, right? And you're, there's no like, there's no explanation about why she has legs. She just right. has legs, and that's what's happening. Ursula is completely cut out of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a there, there's an ex- explanation later about that kind of, but she's got legs, and then yeah, she she jumps back in the water, and we got that infamous uh, hair shot of the butt. Digital, digital hair, hair, hair extension. Infamous for like the last sixty days. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the two people that read articles about Disney Plus. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so then he he kind of uh, he goes back right, and then she she has her. She whole... has his wallet. Yeah, she runs away. He's like, wait, and then yeah, but then she finds his wallet. She tracks him down. She shows up old seat, some sea charts and an old shipwreck off of, off of Cape Cod. Yeah, that to was, find New York City. That was funny. She's like, <laughs> I have maps for this. I have underwater paper maps that aren't totally degraded. <laughs> you yeah, could have just totally, gone with him and saved yourself totally the, fine. the map trouble. Yeah, but then we wouldn't get to have the surely heavily edited nude scene at the Statue of Liberty. At the Statue of Liberty, where the guy says the same line three times, and I'm not sure if that was part of the edit or not. I f- have a feeling like it's just like he says that over and over as a group of tourists walk up to him, and then they continue on with the 
with the <laughs> next part of the tour. Because, yes, uh, they end up at the Statue of Liberty with a naked Daryl Hannah, and people immediately just run up and crowd <laughs> her and start taking pictures with her. I did think that was really funny, like how obsessed people were with, like, oh, my God, a naked lady, what? Take my photo <laughs> with this big, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, would people really be like that? Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe at the Statue of Liberty, not here in L.A. If there was people, a naked people lady, got excited like, oh. about the naked cowboy. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, maybe it was because she's Daryl Hannah and she's like, you know, cute. So maybe people would be more interested. But if it was just like a yeah, somebody having uh, a problem, this lady, like, yeah, yeah, I was like, someone having an issue, like a you know, a problem or like, something. Yeah, they're not. They're which, not going to be know, like. She might have been having, my photo. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I just read this somewhere. You were talking about the filming locations earlier. Uh, the beach where Tom Hanks first encounters a new Daryl Hannah is on the former Gorda Cay in the Bahamas, which is now known as Castaway Cay, the private island of the Disney Cruise Line. <gasps> <What>? <laughs> it's all connected. Did Disney already own it. Uh, no, I don't believe so. So if we go on a Disney cruise, we could actually go there and take pictures. I'm sorry, all cruises are canceled. We can recreate the hair butt scene. That's right. They better have like a photo op there, or if not, big missed opportunity. Big missed opportunity. Ugh. Spend so the day splashing around in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gotta like provide you with an insanely long blonde wig, and then you can yeah. like take your picture where you're like running into the ocean. <laughs> they have like replicas of the necklace that she wears. <laughs> Hashtag splish flash. <laughs> Get a photo of yourself as the, as the statue as part of the uh, fountain from. Yeah, we gotta splash. pitch. We gotta pitch this idea. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Am I to believe that one of the writers of this movie is named Babalu Mandel? Yes, it yeah. is. He's in the movie, too. Yeah. Yes, he is. The writers get to play. Uh, one of them is the um, tour guide uh, that we, you were talking too, about. No, the, the other one is the um, the guy at the ice skating rink who, like, grabs his leg. Uh, yeah. And is like, hey, those are rentals. Yeah. And right in that same article, there's uh, the, the cherry guy. The complaining cherry guy is Ron Howard's dad. Oh, that's nice. That's fun. You're ruined. That's probably what his dad said to him, too, all the time. I'm kidding. We're doing the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll never make it in show business, even though you've been doing it since you were two. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Hanks picks her up at the police station. And again, she just immediately starts making out with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you and then know, they immediately have sex in the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Um, it's funny, like, you know, we're joking about them immediately making out, but it's clear like that they have some sort of like connection or there's something weird going on. And like, you obviously know, this is the girl from the, from the start. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not like, I mean, it, she does just walk up and kiss him, but you know, he's kind of like in a daze or it seems like, Whoa, this is crazy. Um, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I mean, yeah. I knew obviously cognitively that it was <laughs> right. the girl from the beginning of the movie, but I was like, "Really? She's just gonna like?" And he he's not gonna ask questions, like. Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I w- yeah, I, I was kind of like uh, partway through the movie, I was like, "Wow, this is a, like an oddly like sexless movie." They don't uh, talk about them having sex or anything because I I guess like I don't know if I was half paying attention or what, but but then there's a line later where he's like. 
oh, well, after, you know, the elevator and on top of the fridge and the couch and this. And I was like, oh, wait, are they having sex in all those places? Like, <laughs> yeah. what the- you didn't know they had sex in the elevator? The, the elevator arrow pauses at three, between three and four because no, they stopped the elevator. I probably looked down at my phone for like one uh, second and totally missed that. That's why I was like, what? Yeah, they stop at a floor three and a half. To, yeah, you know. yeah. Well, Good thing go. that building had two elevators. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they start dating. Things are fun. Tom Hanks is is uh, happy as a clam, uh, or a clam bra, and he <laughs> uh he goes into work the next day, a full New Yorker singing <laughs> Zippity Doodah to himself, doing his best Long Island longshoreman accents, which is insane because <laughs> he just sounds like Tom Hanks the rest of the movie. But he just like he sounds like a teamster from The Simpsons when he's singing this song. How <laughs> I didn't even know it. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> like he's doing like a he's doing like a New York accent for the only time in the movie. Okay, yeah, I didn't clock that. I didn't really yeah. recognize. <laughs> I that believe either. you. I just thought it was funny considering uh, you know how uh, in in the news that song and film have been recently i was like yeah. oh of all things that's what he's gonna sing okay. i know yeah. yeah he's like super into that movie yeah. <laughs> he's a huge he, fan of song of the south he sings he sings the song like three times in the same day like it's not like he just does it once it happens like multiple times throughout the day it's his go-to like i'm a happy guy song yeah, like that's your go-to i'm a happy guy song yeah. <laughs> Like, ooh, maybe choose a different song. <laughs> Disney's got lots of songs they can let you sing for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Battle Heaven of the Republic. Um, yeah. He didn't want to sing like, hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to work with you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there weren't that many, like, good Disney songs at that point, though, because you haven't gotten into the, the Renaissance that's yet. That's true, that's true. You only have the, like, the golden or the you know the silver era and stuff like tyler said he, he could have sang the banana song from uh <laughs> Herbie, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. <laughs> he could have sang the three caballeros oh yeah <laughs> the, package, yes. the package films have come out yeah he could have sang uh <laughs> we are siamese i don't know no that's not happy that's not a happy song oh man um I, I enjoyed the detour into uh, Bloomingdale's at the height of its power <laughs> in this movie. Um, I like the idea that, like, you know, the, the so Daryl Hannah is this mermaid. She comes into, uh, she comes to New York and Tom Hanks is just like, here, sit down in front of this TV. Uh, this will be fun. I'll be back in like eight hours or something. And she immediately uh, is, you know, like, consumed by consumerism and needs to go to Bloomingdale's Bloomingdale's. She goes, she goes on the Joan of Arc journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good that like, I thought it was cool that she could learn English so quickly from watching TV. Like that's definitely cool, but I wish they had continued to expand upon, but instead I just found it creepy that she like couldn't communicate before in English and then like learns English. (laughs) You wanted it to be more like season two of heroes what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is watch some tv you get that power that's right 
Fair enough. Fair we have, enough. We, we have, a, we have an, another scene where like a female, uh, female character that's like, you know, out of place in this world uh, watches a exercise class at a mall and gets super into it. <laughs> yep. Just like yeah, I mean, that Ted. was all their age back then. My did, mom literally used to go to Richard Simmons's thing here in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I did like that. Uh, yeah, we see her doing the exercise in front of the, the bank of TVs. And the guy's like, oh, ma'am, we're, uh, we're closing. We're about to close. You got to head out. And the other guy's like, she's been here for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, I guess she doesn't reveal that she can speak English like when it's not convenient because she doesn't want right. to talk to those guys. But as soon as Tom Hanks get there, she's like, Oh, I speak English now. <laughs> yeah. After six hours in front of the TV. Can we, can we talk about Tom Hanks's New York apartment that is just adorned with fish tanks? <laughs> well, yeah, you're getting there are fish tanks in the wall. There's a fish tank in the hallway. There's a fish tank in the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to lay the groundwork for a guy who wants to be a fish. Okay. He has one in his office, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. The office that has two parallel posters that just say New York on them. <laughs> on either side of it. This is, a guy like, that, oh. this is a guy that after the movie, his friends are going to be like, yeah, makes sense that you've wanted to be a fish. He had so many fish t- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he turns into a fish. He just gets the ability to breathe. Yeah, it's I mean, kind we'll of. Get, it's, we'll get to that. It's kind no, of it's unclear. What a world prequel. He's Kevin Costner. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unclear. It's unclear. Yeah. Her the man. water is crystal clear. <laughs> but I did yeah. think it was funny that he had that crazy like globe fish tank like sticking out of the wall. And- yeah, yeah. No, it's that's insane. Expensive. All of it's expensive. Yeah. It's like he's on Pimp My Ride or something. The <laughs> yeah. apartment version. Hey, we heard that you really like you fish, like- bro. So we put a fish tank <laughs> in the wall and on the ceiling. I think there's an actually show that's like extreme fish tanks there or is. something. They're based yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh, the- I'm sure there is. I think I believe the show is called Tanked. <laughs> there's a show for everything. <laughs> I only know that is because when uh, we got to like the freeway we have to take from my parents' house, we you drive past it and it's like tanked, like as seen on. I think it's TLC or TLC. That sounds right. <sighs> oh god. Um, I mean, so yeah, there's you know a lot to be said. I'm not going to say a lot about it, but I will just mention that, yeah, it's sort of creepy that it's like, oh, I, I can't get my life together. But now my dream girl is here who just immediately wants to bone and can't speak English and has no agency other than wanting to be with me. <laughs> it's pretty creepy when you like think about it for two seconds. Yeah. But if you don't, it's like, oh, well, it's cute. It's, it's nice yeah. Movie. I mean, the, I think that <laughs> I don't know. I think the thing, yeah, the thing is like, I feel like the that that concept in the movie, yeah, it, it's creepy when you think about it. But in the film, it's presented in such a sweet way. And she says, like, once she is able to talk, she says multiple times that she like wants to live with him, or wants to be at his uh, apartment, and he even mentions it like. He was going to get a hotel room oh, for yeah. her. And, and so. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not implying that any of it is like non consensual. Yeah, yeah. It's more just like, um, you know, she's a manic mermaid dream girl or whatever, you know, like <laughs> right, years yeah. before it ever came about. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I get it. So, I get, don't know. <laughs> 
you guys want to talk about uh, Eugene Levy and his uh, crazy antics in this movie? Yeah, he's a scientist. Uh, he was trying to get photos of Daryl Hannah's, uh, but the hair got in the way. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, because his character's arc, like, yes, it's the B-plot, but it ends up, like, kind of, like, leading the second half of the movie. Yeah, so, like, yeah, he feels like that everybody, like, he comes back and he's disgraced. Like, nobody believes his evidence, and he's like, I've seen this girl. She's running around New York. And uh, his boss is just like, what are you going to do? Get her wet? And he's just <laughs> like, that's exactly what yes. I'll do. Because, like, for whatever, like, there's at some point after presumably hours of boning between uh, Tom Hanks and Daryl <laughs> Hannah, in the middle of the night, she decides to take a bath and uh, turn back into a mermaid in this bathtub. Uh, and Tom Hanks wakes up and he's like, I want to get in the bath with you. Uh, but she's trying to hide it from him. And, and so that's when we get established that when she has water around her, uh, that she gets her tail back. Yeah. That's the rule that this movie went with. That rule. Brought and- to you by Morton Salt. <laughs> yeah. <That's right. laughs> there's like, yeah, there's that rule. And there's also the rule of like, I guess she has like a week. That yeah, she can be. Yeah, explain that. She's on Mermaid Rumspringer. <laughs> she, she, uh, <laughs> she can go on land for a week and then that's it. Yeah. And then you got to come back to the sea and go to the kelp farms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what did, did Ariel have a week or did she have like three days or something? I think she had until sundown on some day or. Yeah, I don't know. When she, had, yeah. she had to make him fall in love before. They got yeah. married anyway. or something. Yeah, I don't know. So it's basically the same as that, but it's very unclear to me, like throughout the entire movie until like the very last shot, if she's like the only mermaid ever. Right. Like, does she have a family? Does she have a life? Does she have a career? Like, I don't. Are there other mermaids? Yeah. Are there like cities everywhere? Or is it just <laughs> one city? You know, I'm I, I'm like thinking about these yeah, things. Yeah, there's now. no I sense. Know. All I know. All I know is that, you know, I probably would eat a lobster the exact same way, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny because when the lobster came, I almost expected her to do the aerial thing and be like, oh, I can't eat this. These are my friends. But instead, she's just like, ah, ah." (laughs) exactly. She's like, I'm so hungry. I was expecting that, too. Honestly, I thought she's gonna be like, I can't believe we're eating this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the thing that Elis is talking about it, the, the movie ends with uh, Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah swimming towards a giant matte painting <laughs> of Atlantis. Yeah, or where, some very either, very blurry matte. Where, yeah. where either where either Ed Harris's character from The Abyss is, Ooh. or Jason Momoa's down there fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick w- Wilson's yeah, ready. Yeah, Patrick Wilson's ready down to there scream singing, a song, singing ocean song. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, for their sake, I hope it's Patrick Wilson. It's probably <laughs> The Abyss, <laughs> just like amorphous blob, shiny people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> As they get closer, you're like, oh, it's not getting less blurry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there's nobody else here. I just live in that painting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I gave up life with my brother, I guess. Yeah, yeah I would have enjoyed a little bit more uh, defining of the rules, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. I do. I did a free, Speaking of the brother, uh, there's a sequence where Tom Hanks is trying to figure out like what her deal is because like he, there's parts where he's like it's really weird like she says that she only has seven days like and and john candy has a theory that she was 
a pretty hilarious theory that she was <laughs> smuggling herself on a boat and then like greased herself up like she was going to swim the English Channel and had to fight off some sharks. Uh, but all this is happening while uh, they are inside a racquetball court. Uh, John Candy is, yes. which is the most 84 thing in the world. John Candy is smoking a cigarette indoors <laughs> and just being terrible at playing. It might be racquetball or it might be squash. Uh, and it, I found this scene to be very funny. It was really funny. He's like, how long have we been playing? Uh, <laughs> five minutes. For the record, my great grandfather jumped off the boat pre Ellis Island and swam into New York there you go. way back when. Dang. <laughs> Well, I know. I think that the, the point of them being brothers, like, he's kind of like, I guess that could be. Like, I think that after that, like, Tom Hanks is convinced by that explanation. Yeah, I think he thinks she's like an immigrant. That's, that's why he wants to marry her and all that stuff, because yeah. he thinks that'll fix the immigration issue that she's yep. having. Oh, a simpler time. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you could just do that? <laughs> Got to get a blood test before you get married. Yeah. Thank God Not there's in- no Trump cameo in this movie. Uh, Not in Delaware. God. Drive to Delaware. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, Eugene Levy is, like, convinced that, you know, he, he's got to go. Uh, I'm going to get that mermaid wet. Got to get her wet. Um, <laughs> and he tries. Uh, <laughs> he's like a cartoon character. The correct face. Sorry. Sorry. I know. Sorry. No, she you is, Listeners, she you is. can't see the look of displeasure <laughs> on my face. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Right, well, oh, no, well, we'll categorize it this way. Uh, he turns into Gargamel for mermaids for about 20 minutes. Where yeah. He's just like, I got to get those Smurfs. Like the part <laughs> when he's carrying two buckets of water and like metal pails. It's so cartoony. It's I thought such that was a cartoon funny. villain thing. It's, you know, it's Jesse and James trying to catch Pikachu. It's every, yep. every reference of like a, and the fact that he has the like, super tropey i'm at the natural history museum and all of these other professors are laughing me off of the stage you know like that's like yeah every other movie ever i did love the scene right after that when he's talking to his like old professor and he's like but you told me the tales remember you told me that mermaids like people saw mermaids (laughs) i was just blowing off that was just to let you relax (laughs) you weren't supposed to base your whole life on it I was just telling you relaxing mermaid stories. <laughs> Guys, what if we had an app that just had that gave you relaxing mermaid stories? Hmm. It's like Headspace, but it's like, ah, some sailors were heading around the Cape Yo, of what, Good Hope. What would even be <laughs> what would even be a relaxing Yeah, most mermaid real story? mermaid stories are like scary. Like yeah, yeah. They're like sirens and making you yeah. crash your boat and well, stuff. we could just we could just watch that. It's actually just the audio version of that show Siren. Actually, you know, on Disney Plus <laughs> they probably do have the little mermaid mermaid tv show which is a bunch of 20 minute relaxing mermaid stories there you go go. some of them involve time travel no that's the cinderella i think never mind yeah that's cinderella Cinderella 2 a twisted time or whatever that is (laughs) yeah Um, maybe we'll get to that someday (laughs) yeah uh but yeah eventually uh he is able to spray water on her in this kind of like horrific scene it wasn't horrific but i i felt really bad for her because she's like yeah screaming for alan like she's in, clearly in like so much distress he does nothing yeah he, he sucks just, big time exactly he's just staring like Duh. i mean i i guess it's like shock to see that she's a mermaid but still like she's so sad and like crying out for him and he just stares it's like you were ready to marry this girl and yeah. now you're yeah. like you can't even like shake yourself out of your stupor like to yeah, save you, her you wouldn't be like stop paparazzi her. and yeah. the secret service 
Like it takes him a, I feel like it takes him a long time to come around and be like, JK, I still love you. I'll help you. Yeah, break I mean, he's for like on. 20 minutes. <laughs> He, he first of all, he lets her get taken away. Then he stays in the tank and doesn't save her. Then when they put her in the tank with him, he's pissed off and yeah. like doesn't want to touch her yeah. or some shit. And then he leaves, goes home and then what gets yelled at by his brother and then finally yeah. has a change of heart. Yeah, yep. pretty much lame. <laughs> he kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. And he's Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's Tom America's Hanks, so dad. he's like cute, and you forgive him. But uh, like, if he wasn't Tom Hanks, like it's a different movie. Yeah, <laughs> I did think that it was funny how this movie by the end kind of turns into like <laughs> I was imagining, like, oh man, if they made this movie today, this this like final sequence would be this huge, big summer blockbuster. Like, oh my god, they're in a car chase, and then there's helicopters, and he's on the dock screaming like, "Get away from her!" <laughs> yeah. just, this helicopter like spinning around, like you think she's gonna get captured, and it's really like this big like summer blockbuster like sequence at the end where they're getting chased through the city and all this stuff. Kind of military. I, yeah, I thought it was kind of crazy. Apparently, there's a big military research facility underneath the Natural History Museum. <laughs> yeah. They want those fishes i don't know what they were gonna do with her other than like yeah cut her open and figure out what's going on but it's not like they were trying to make yeah, other mer people <laughs> yeah it's like the, the so, shape of water or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah at the end of the movie she's like i i have to leave i can't i'll never be able to come back and then she asks him to come with him and he says i can't and then 30 seconds later he changes his mind <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like my brother's a freaking pervert anyway and my parents are dead so yeah i know like when he said like when he s- decided like no he's not going to i was kind of like what what do you have what's so great about new york this morning that you have to he uh, has stick around that say new york city on them in his office <laughs> he's like, like he got- all those fish tanks he's got nothing going on okay man like I, and I, it's not clear to me why they can never come back yeah that's Drum true because she like you know came toward humans before when she saved him when he was little and then yeah couldn't she just like be in the water and like he <laughs> yeah. could like just jump in couldn't he be like i want to wave to my brother from the yeah. ocean like <laughs> once every candy. year <laughs> hey freddie but yeah, it's very unclear. And then he jumps in with her and they escape. And there's a whole long, you know, credits montage of them swimming around um, with a really cheesy song that for some reason really gave me Benji vibes. Like I, it oh, reminded yeah. me of that. I feel love song, even though it's like totally different. Yeah. But um, and then they yeah, they swim into the map painting. But like he doesn't grow fins. He's just going in his like work pants <laughs> i know and he he like takes off his his jacket like yeah i'm done with human clothes but he doesn't take his shirt off <laughs> yeah i was waiting like, for him to suddenly have like a fin at the end and then that do you think happen. that it was like or he tail, was I mean. like too insecure and didn't want to be emasculated by turning into a mermaid yeah i feel like he just didn't fully believe and he would have no i mean <laughs> i mean that, that was that would have been a whole effects thing like so they probably didn't like they did it for her multiple times well, because they that was still one build for her. That would be a whole other build for him. Yeah, I did think multiple yeah. times throughout this movie. Anytime they were filming underwater, I was like, "This must have been a nightmare to film these underwater yeah. sequences." Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, not that much of a nightmare because he was like, "Fucking cocoon, bring it on." Well, yeah. After we're after yeah. this though, so maybe he he learned yeah. from this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never seen cocoon. 
it's amazing. There is also an incredible, incredible uh, Twitter account that tells you about the Wilford Brimley line because Cocoon Cocoon is about uh, a group of senior citizens that get some alien eggs in their pool yeah. and uh, it makes them feel more youthful. And okay. Wilford Brimley stars in this movie uh, and Wilford Brimley looks like Wilford Brimley in this movie. He looks quite old. Uh, and But the Twitter account uh, that tracks the Wilford Brimley line tells you uh, actors who are now the same age uh, now as Wilford Brimley was at the time of the filming of Cocoon. <laughs> All I know is the that answers the pool, will surprise you. The pool from Cocoon is the pool in front of the old building at USC that we used to play flute in front of. So, well, don't worry, don't worry, you guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a Cocoon too. Oh, uh, so we God. can so we can talk about <laughs> Cocoon at some point if you want. We can di- we can dive Yikes. into that. Yeah, Gerard Butler, the same age as Wilfred Billy when the time the Cocoon was shot. <laughs> That's so, uh, there's a Twitter account for everything as well. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of like, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to point out in the movie before we, uh, get to the rating here? Um, well, no one's going to feed Tom Hanks his fish. So that's, that's a tragedy. Uh, no, mm. well, yeah. Let's talk about this weird thing with the president, because there's a point where <laughs> they go to this dinner with the president. Uh, the president's t- and like Tom Hanks seems to be like he seems to be completely enamored. Uh, that, like we're gonna go get married, we have to do this, but like then he we have to go to this presidential dinner that he didn't even want to go to in the first place. It's unclear why they even have to go. Yeah, they, they don't. And then the president's just like, I'm just a guy from Iowa, <laughs> Kansas, Kansas. Oh, Kansas, yeah. Um, and he's like, but you're the apple of my eye. And like, if they, <sighs> they didn't kill him on the spot, so. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah, no, everyone clapped and was like, that was hilarious. Great speech. I, mean, I guess they just like wanted to bring in the president so that there'd be a lot of press around when she transforms. But I'm yeah, like, that makes sense. I feel and like I, there were simpler ways to do that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I guess that justifies the uh, uh, the military being there, too. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but I, and, and like, I guess this was before everybody had a camera. So if she had turned like at the ice skating rink, like it wouldn't be the same as it is today yeah. where it's like, oh, that's it. Everybody knows. You, you just know? have a bunch of crazy people million like, there was a mermaid, I swear. Yeah, no Damn, one, there no one was would a believe mermaid. him. Nobody would believe him. Tyler, you got a rating for us? Oh, boy. A rating system. Uh, how many decorative fish tanks? I don't know. I was gonna say slimy cherries. And I was like, no, thank you. Slimy cherries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many letters to the editor of Penthouse Magazine? <laughs> Would you publish for Splash? Would you publish? Oh, uh, you know what? How many uh, whole lobsters would you consume? Mm. <laughs> for for Ron Howard's 1984 Splash. You know, I think I would bite into and totally consume six whole lobsters. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, God, <laughs> there's too I'm much so- romance and comedy in this romantic comedy. <laughs> in this romantic comedy. <laughs> How many splishes? Um, yeah, I mean, I think this movie, I, I thought it was pretty cute. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I'd never seen it. And uh, so I don't have like any nostalgic connection to it, which I feel like. Maybe a lot of people probably do, and that's why, you know, yeah, maybe there's a lot of people out there that are like, I named my kid Madison because of this movie or whatever. Um, but I think it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, this was out before The Little Mermaid, and um, so I guess it's kind of a, you know, 
a cool take on that tale before the one that everyone thinks of first uh, even was out in theaters. Um, so I think there is some, you know, respect to have for that uh, kind of hitting, hitting the screen first. And I, yeah, I just think it's a sweet movie. John Candy's fun. Eugene Levy in an early role uh, movie role here is pretty funny as well. And um, I mean, I don't know. I always like Tom Hanks. Like what, what's not to like about Tom Hanks? He's a likable guy. I yeah. enjoyed it. I'm going to be even nicer than you and give it seven lobsters because more just for the like the very common stance of they don't make good rom-coms anymore, you know, which like they really don't. And so no matter how antiquated and possibly offensive this one might be, it's just still nice to watch like a really cute rom-com or romance movie in general. And you can definitely tell that these two people are stars, you know, especially mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Um, Cause he can be an asshole and you're still like, ah, oh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> he's so cute. Even when he's a jerk, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, he's what a guy, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it's just, um, yeah. Yeah. There's problematic things, but nothing too horrifying. And, um, there's God, a decent, so much worse. Yeah, there's a there's a decency at the core of this movie, and I think that you know because it is Ron Howard and it is you know Tom Hanks, and the only thing any of the the malice or bad stuff that comes from talk, Tom Hanks comes from his own feelings of inadequacy or his own like there there's a lot of self deprecating humor. Uh, yeah, in this movie. that's true. He he never like is particularly mean or degrading to her. Yeah. Um, He's a little sarcastic when he gets pissed off, but it's not like yeah. never like mean spirited. But um, uh, yeah, it's interesting because I'm sure that many a thesis has been written about why we're like as a society so weirdly obsessed with mermaids, yeah. like mm-hmm. you know, going all the way back to like ancient times. Like, what is the deal? You know, it's just weird. I don't know what the <laughs> hell our fascination is with mermaids, but yeah. whatever. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I believe I too am gonna give it six whole lobsters. I'm gonna chomp right into. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it. Um, I don't think that there was much that I missed. It wasn't like something that surprised me. Of like, oh, like that's a lot different than I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh, from kind of half remembering it, of half watching it on TV as a kid. Uh, but John Candy was great. Uh, Daryl Hannah's actually wonderful in this movie. Uh, all the performances are fun and uh, yeah, it's like, I, I like a good high concept, you know, this is almost like this movie was nominated for a bunch of Saturn awards. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's a sci-fi rom-com concept. that's actually pretty fun and mm-hmm. something that I wish they would make today. You know, as I'm talking, I'll, I'll order one more lobster. And, and, <laughs> I'm, I'm still hungry. Yeah. Still hungry. <laughs> Uh, nice. Seven whole lobsters. So yeah, I, and I can see why you know where Ron Howard goes on to make some of the greatest American movies of all time. This is well made, well intentioned, and you know the places. I wouldn't say that it pushes boundaries in any way, but it's certainly not safe either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, like I said earlier, the, this movie took them forever to make because, like Brian Grazer was getting denied like left and right pitching this movie to people. Uh, so. Yeah, they definitely took some chances. Like Disney took a chance making this movie, <laughs> even though in hindsight it's like, duh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me either that people are always 
throwing out the idea of remaking it modern and obviously it should be gender flipped because there's just not enough mermen stories out there yeah that'd be, fun. that'd be fun well i think that's gonna bring us to the end of our splash episode here you know um like we said earlier this is a twofer because unfortunately the 2015 film a bigger splash uh is not <laughs> it's not one of the sequels <laughs> i saw that too <laughs> It's not one of the sequels, uh, unfortunately. Um, so uh, instead, we get to watch up next the film Splash 2. And uh, in case you, you know, when I say Splash 2, you're thinking the number. No, that's not what it is. It's Splash T-O-O, Splash, splash 2. Splash also. Which kind of is like, does that even make sense? Is like a, <laughs> is like a an idiom or something? Yeah. Is, that the, is this the first one that's phrase? The, are, the first second movie that's done that? I feel like that's happened before, but maybe not. Where it's for been us? something too for us. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to go back and look, but it might yeah. be the, our first. Yeah. But I mean, okay. like, it doesn't even make sense. The title doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, you don't know. We'll have to watch as it. well. No, it's the yes, yeah, the romancing of of John Splash Candy. two. It could be something completely unrelated, and then all of a sudden, the mermaids are brought into it, and so it's like Splash Two. Like I thought that this was, you know, oh, oh like, oh, like this is. I all, thought like, this was a dense political thriller. Yeah, all right, taking place at the UN, and now there's mermaids. Yeah, this is Splash Two. <laughs> Okay, that's the only version that I could see making sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like we might be saying that by the time we're watching this next week. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I don't even don't even look anything about the <laughs> don't look what it says about the movie or anything. Spoilers abound, see. but it it comes out. Uh, you know, it's actually a one of those ABC made for TV movies. Which is why oh it's impossible to find anywhere Ooh, I to hope watch. Bruce Campbell's in it. <laughs> um, but we're going to watch it for yeah. you guys. Yeah. 1988. So a few, a few years later. Um, but yeah. So that's going to bring us to the end of this week's episode. We hope you guys liked it. Um, and Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Yes, please. Email us your suggestions and your thoughts to sequelrights at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or give us a listen on Spotify or Overcast or Pocket Cast. Wherever you listen, however you can share it, it's appreciated. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, we'll see you guys next week. And we look forward to you listening to next week's episode and being like, wait, this is Splash 2? No. <laughs> see you guys. Bye.